0: Dear family and friends of First Lutheran Church, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The time is drawing nigh when we'll soon be joining voice in the wondrous refrains of Handel's oratorio, the Messiah, including the well-known chorus that reminds us of that which, well, we'd rather not be reminded of, all we like sheep. Based on the prophetic word from Isaiah 53, Handel opens our ears to the pointed, might I say needling, truth that human nature is more often than not wandering about like sheep, seeking the grasses of wealth and wisdom that still leave us hungry. But nothing we do seems to be enough. Nothing's enough. And so in our gospel text, we see a man of great means who speaks for each of us this morning when he lays himself bare before Jesus. Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? For neither his great wealth nor all of his copious religiosity could satisfy or save he still felt empty and thus he comes on bended knee to Jesus for the answer and the diagnosis painful trust not in anything of this world says Jesus the prescription even more painful give it all away says Jesus and follow me but the young man could not he would not possessed by his possessions he could not trust that the opposite of rich is not poverty but freedom and as only saint mark's terse brush strokes could paint this vivid scene the man's face fell off and he went away sorrowful for he had lots of stuff now, for the disciples of Jesus' day, as well as those of us who hear his word anew, we realize deep in our hearts, if we're honest, how impossible for us is the possibility that Jesus sets before us to give it all away. For seemingly our possessions, the stuff of life, oft symbolized by the world, is its all we got right? Perhaps we can paraphrase Handel's well-known course this way, all we, like camels, have gone astray. We have churned every one to his or her own way. How true still in our 21st century, for in our humps of ingenuity, we've come to store the wellsprings of human labor of hundreds of years masters of our own households filled with a scientific chutzpah that we've come of age and that there's nothing. There's no earthly desert that we can't control or cross over by treading over it. But then we trip over a gravestone and are reminded once again that nothing is enough. Not even like this man who's hoping for a prescription from Jesus to take two tablets and call me in the morning. The two tablets, namely the law, or the Ten Commandments. But the law can't fulfill itself, and that's exactly why this man comes on bended knee, seeking more from Jesus. I'd like for you to listen closely to the following poem. It's it's one of my all-time faves based on the story of the camel riding wise men on their way to Bethlehem, written by the British poet Thomas Hardy. For Hardy's personification of the camels, the poem uncovers the pretension of our human condition, driving us to bended knee in need of God's saving grace. So Hardy writes, THE CAMELS, THE KING'S CAMELS ARE WE, HAYA. SADDLES OF POLISHED LEATHER, STAINED RED WITH portents OF PURPLE, PUMMELS INLAID WITH IVORY-BEATEN GOLD. THE CAMELS, THE KING'S CAMELS ARE WE, HAYA. WE ARE GROOMED WITH SILVER COMBS. WE'RE WASHED WITH PERFUME. THE RICHEST GRAINS OF AFRICA ARE FED TO US. Of all the camels, we alone are the kings of this world. Do you wonder that we are proud? That our hooded eyes are contemptuous? As we sail past tented villages, they beat their copper gongs after us. See them go, see them go, they say. Faster than gazelles, faster than hounds. Hi-yah, hi-yah, the king's camels are we. The sound drifts and puffs behind us. The glinting quartz, the fine, hard grit. Do you wonder that we look down our noses? All night we run under the full moon without effort, breathing lightly. Smooth as a breeze over the desert floor, one bright star our compass. But listen now as the poem churns. But we've come to no palace. No place of towers or minarets, no calling of servants, but to this poor stable in a pathetic little town. So why are we bending our crested necks, our eyes closed meekly? Why are we outside this hovel, humbly, awkwardly kneeling? And how is it we know that the world in our lives has changed? So writes Hardy, You see, the wise men and their camels symbolize in this poem that which is powerful, that which is mighty in the world. Do you understand why our hooded eyes are contemptuous? And yet they end up like all of us at this poor hovel, the blinders of pride removed by the storms of our times. The load we must confess has grown heavier. The load of family concerns with no health insurance, the world turned upside down by the COVID pandemic, the increase of suicide in our country, the failed agreements in Afghanistan. We seek healing. We seek peace, justice. And so, in various ways, we try in vain to push ourselves through this eye of the needle and unable. We are pricked by the point of such impossibility. And the weight of impossibility, like the camels at the Christ manger, bring us tired and hungry to our knees. Now this morning, let me ask you: Is this story of the young rich man or the camels anywhere near where you live? Some place, some time, once prideful and self-confident, but now heavy laden the weight of it all rugged and heavy like timber carried on the back of your soul the hopefulness in your camel's hump that's now run dry the last straw nothing is enough like this heavy line from shakespeare's king richard ii the king now a pauper witnesses, it is as hard to save oneself as for a camel to thread the hole of a small needle's eye. And in this thought I find a kind of unease, though bearing my own misfortune on my back. And like all people, I finally am brought to nothing." So writes Shakespeare. My friends, somehow, Somewhere, very deep inside, you will only be fully satisfied when you give it all away. As Jesus calls us this day, our whole life. For the mystery of life is that every time that we die, we sacrifice, we give a little more. And it is here in the giving of ourselves that we discover our true identity Christian disciples as Christ gave himself for us life lived in Christ together with his word and sacrament here the impossible is churned into possibility propped open by his cross and on this cross are hung all the sorrows but also the hopes of our lives here the coup de grace of death and nothingness are hung out to dry, turn into life and the coup de grace, that God's grace is sufficient. In the words of the beloved hymn, the King of love my shepherd is, whose wondrous goodness faileth never, I nothing lack if I am his. Nothing lack if I am his. For finally we see that it is Christ himself who is the eye of the needle. I am the good shepherd, says Jesus. I am the truth and the life, says Jesus. I am the bread of life, says he. Yes, the one who emptied himself upon the cross, looking like nothing, hanging there, like nothing was being accomplished, but rather defeated. Ah, but what is defeated? Sin and death overcome for you when nothing was enough in this old world. Yes, ushering in the truth that actually enough is nothing. Nothing but God's all-embracing, forgiving, life-giving grace for you always. To conclude, so what must we do inherit eternal life. It's already been done for you, says Jesus, and we hear this word each time the waters of the baptismal font splash with God's amazing, grace-filled, claiming word. Yes, you, you, each one of you, a child of God, sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever forever. My friends, this is the radical word of the gospel that there's nothing you can do to make God love you more, and there's nothing you can do to make God love you less. It's priceless. Ah, perhaps tis not the season yet for talk of camels, and yet expressions of human sin and divine grace are always near, As close up as a prayer and as far-reaching as an invitation from Jesus to you again this day with lives of service to the neighbor in need of self-sacrifice, of faithful stewardship to share what God has first given us of our time, our talent, our treasure in a spirit of joy. "'Then who can be saved?' asked the disciples." Jesus looked at them and said, with humanity it's impossible, but with God all things are possible. Amen.